you're listening to the Die Hard Fantasy Podcast. Here are your hosts, Matt Yazenbach, Dan DeCenza, and Cliff Gill. What's going on, fantasy people? We are back here October 14th, 2021. I am your host, Matt Yazenbach, joined by Dan DeCenza, Cliff Gill. We're in the building talking about some uh, studs and duds. Who would you rather start? We got some, some big news. Or a lot of news, I should say. But how you guys feeling? Tonight's a uh, big night. Bucks and Eagles. Pretty excited just to watch some more football. Feels like it's the Bucks every primetime game. But yeah, it's another Bucks game. Mm-hmm. I always look forward to the Thursday game. It's just the start of a new week. I just usually decent games. I like it. Tuesdays and Wednesdays, they suck. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. <laughs> yes, yeah. they're but, long. They're long. Tuesday, but, Tuesday worse than Wednesday, but yeah. Yeah, Tuesday's awful. But let's jump into it. Um, got our news of the day, Curtis Samuel, wide receiver from the Washington football team. He is limited at practice um, on the sideline, though, so right now he's week to week. Um, he's probably out this week, so just bank on that. Gibson, Antonio Gibson, held out of practice due to shin injury. Um, he has had this problem for the past couple weeks, so I expect him to be active. Sterling Shepard expected to be back this week. Tyrod Taylor will not be back this week. Um, he's still week to week as well. Tua is practicing, and Brian Flores expects him to play this week. Wow. Uh, that's the first I heard of that, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you prefer him over Brisket? Fantasy, no. <laughs> Wins, yes. Agree. Uh, maybe for Gaskin, I think it might help Gaskin. I do, too. That's the one person. hurt everyone on the passing. Agreed. Devontae Parker uh, did not practice. He's questionable going into the week. Saquon, Barkley, Daniel Jones, and Galladay all not practicing. Kadarius Tony is, um, but we probably expect Saquon to be out. Daniel Jones has to pass the um, concussion protocol, and Galladay probably not going to play. That bodes well for Tony. Yeah, it does. Uh, Shepard will be back though, so he's interesting as well. Uh, just keep in mind. Well, I don't like that, and we're not going to like much of that matchup. I don't think anyway against the Rams. Yeah, and if no Daniel Jones, yeah, uh, yeah. it's not well, going to be a very good offense. Don't worry, Glennon will stick his neck out. <laughs> That was a good one, Dan. I'll give you that one. Uh, running, Just keep this in mind. Jeff Wilson, running back for the 49ers, is not expected to be back until late November. I know some people were trying to stash him and kind of wait and see. Hopefully he was the guy. But nah, get rid of him. I, I think Mitchell's the guy. He looked maybe. good. Maybe. Like, Shanahan likes Jeff Wilson. so I don't know why. Just I, I think Mitchell's the guy as well. Yeah, probably. Uh, Jarvis Landry thinks he can play this week. Um, but other, I mean, he's limited in practice. Coach says he doesn't know, so keep an eye out on that. Melvin Gordon did not practice with a new injury, so we need to watch his practice logs this week. Damien Harris did not practice, and Dalvin Cook practices Wednesday. Okay, I like to hear the Dalvin. I think he's playing this week. Yeah, he's going to play. I'm kind of hoping Damien Harris doesn't play because I do have him, mm-hmm. and I'd rather just put in Stevenson or somebody else. Yeah, I feel you. I don't want to be worrying about if I should play him or not. And then I saw one more thing. McCaffrey, Matt Rule says 50, he's 50-50. Fi- like to hear that. So hopefully he plays. Um, and then let's go ahead and that's it for the news of the day. Um, let's go through some start start problems some people might have. Um, and we'll start out here. Devontae Booker, uh, Booker, New York Giants running back, um, the hot waiver wire pickup, or Miles Sanders. Ugh. Lesser of two evils, I guess. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Sanders. I I hate Booker's matchup. I don't think the Giants are running at all. 
Sanders plays the Bucks. Ooh, yeah, I know they're both good. I, I would mean, go Booker. Yeah, see, I'm going Sanders because I don't like either matchup. But Booker, he doesn't have an off. He, I don't like the Giants' offense. I, they're not going to do much much of anything. Eagles have a better chance of doing something on offense. I'm taking Sanders. Yeah, I, I think if I think the Eagles can at least move the ball through the air. So and hopefully Sanders will be involved in it. He might not be because Gainwell usually is, but I don't know. That's a tough one. Yeah. Very tough. Uh, for I'd, the coin. I'd go Booker, but super close. Uh, Daryl Williams, Chiefs running back, um, also another hot waiver wire ad, or Damian Williams, last week's hot guy um, running back from the Bears. We'll say I've seen some Damian Williams um, injury status, or he was having trouble at practice, so that's something to watch. But if they both play – I'm going to stick with Damian Williams just because I think that Bears offense is going to do nothing but use the running backs. Chiefs will do the exact opposite. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. 35 rushes just between the mm-hmm. two last week. And Williams, I don't I don't see him getting much more volume than Clyde had. So I think Williams is going to get the – Damian Williams is going to get more. <laughs> yeah. So i say you went safe with the Williams pick. <laughs> no, I'd go Damian as well. And what you guys said, they're going to run the ball a lot. But we, I don't, we don't really know what – Jarek McKinnon, how involved he's going to be. Um, I, we know Khalil Herbert was more involved towards the end of the game, but I think Damian's going to be safer. Um, Brandon Cooks or Adam Thielen? This one shook me a little. Yeah, wow. It's sad we're mentioning Thielen, but Cooks, I, I wish uh, what's his, the uh, Tyrod Taylor was back. Mm-hmm. It would be a lot easier decision. I would probably, I would most definitely go Cooks. I think I'm going to give Thielen one more shot at it until Tyrod Taylor gets back, though. I'm going Thielen. Just, they both had two pretty bad weeks back-to-back, but mm-hmm. I'm going Thielen just because he, he did have eight targets, uh, or he had seven targets last week, eight targets before. Just haven't connected, really. So, Brandon Cooks, he had, I think, five and four. So, I'm just going to go with the more volume currently right now. Yeah, I just trust the Minnesota offense way more than yeah. I trust the Texans and, you know, I just, yeah, I just like Thielen to, to have more volume, mm-hmm. so, yeah. Okay. Um, Odell Beckham or Allen Robinson? Ugh. <laughs> the uh, same this, thing yeah, this is, I saw. This is battle. Wow. I'm wow. going, uh, I'll, I'll start. I'm going Robinson. I, I'm just not starting Odell anymore. I don't trust the the Browns passing game. Allen hasn't been, uh, Robinson hasn't been great, but I just, I mean, you can just deem me as an Odell hater, I guess. Can I just take a mulligan on this one? <laughs> no, I I would if I had a pick, I would go Odell because I just think that game's gonna be a shootout and I think that Odell has a chance at least. A a big a better yeah. chance I should say. I don't I don't see they might only the Bears might only throw sixteen passes and, maybe and I just don't see any volume for Robinson. He's been terrible. Well, so do, is Beckham, but Do y'all yeah. know what Beckham did last week? Mm-hmm. I, I, it, uh, I don't next think, next to nothing. What, and they yeah. scored what? Yeah, forty whatever, yeah. however many points it was. That wow! If you didn't get it in that game, when yeah. is he going? I to I it? remember looking at um his stats and being I don't remember exactly what they were, but they were they were like not three good. for thirty. Yeah, something. and I'm like in that game where wow. doing Baker threw for all those yards and that many points scored. So yeah, that's a concern. But yeah. I I just think he has a more of a chance i don't i hate both of them though yeah i do too um all right and then our we got a couple more um chase claypool or tyler lockett i actually have this problem in one of my leagues i like this 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 was a good one Mm -hmm. um 
I think, and <laughs> call me Homer, but... Help me out here, boys. I'm going Claypool. Uh, of course, we already... T- and I'm going to talk more about it, so I don't want to go crazy. But ju- just Lockett and Geno, I'm not loving that. And then Ben versus Seahawks defense, that isn't, you know, that dangerous. Going Claypool. I'm going Claypool as well. And I was, Cliff just actually took everything I was going to say. It's just that... I, I, Claypool's got the way easier matchup. I don't trust Geno Smith one bit, and, yeah, to me it's easy. Yeah, I mean, I guess one thing I noticed as a Lockett owner last week when Geno came in, he had one target, and he just was throwing to DK. So Which I like. That could be <laughs> a continuation. But, I mean, yeah, Juju going out, man, I might have to make a switch. Lockett's very boomer bust to begin with, and then that that's with Russell. And with Geno in, I don't know. I just... I let me let me see him play at least a full game. I I have no faith in him. All right, I'm going Claypool then. Um, Taylor Heineke, we got some quarterback problems. Taylor Heineke, bye weeks are here. Two quarterback leagues, um, Heineke or Sam Darnold. Um, I'm looking at matchups here pretty much. I mean, at quarterback, that's kind of what you got to do. Heineke, he's playing the Chiefs. That's a little bit better matchup. Think more of in a shootout type of deal. Um, and Darnold has a Vikings, not terrible either, but. I can see Heineke playing more catch-up than Darnold is. I'm not going to go too far into it because I'm going to talk about him later, but definitely Heineke for me. Okay, I'm going to be the Darnold guy because okay. I'm going to talk about Darnold later. All right. And then lastly, Trevor Lawrence or Carson Wentz. hope you don't have this problem at home. <laughs> I'm definitely going Trevor. I don't trust Carson Wentz. Every time I watch him play football, I feel like he is just a klutz, and I feel like he doesn't know what he's doing. And I know that's probably not the case, but that's just the impression I get from him. I'm always waiting for him to make a mistake, and I do not want to have to root for him. See, I I, I hate that we're going against each other, but I'm going Wentz against Houston, and he's only turned it over four times this year, so it's not been horrible. Uh, well, he had a bad turnover last week yeah, in the that, red zone. That counts as four turnovers, <laughs> so yes. I think it's Lawrence, but super close. The only reason, Volume. though, well, yes. Game script. Game script. That's my mm-hmm. big – if if the Colts get up too early, which, I mean, they might not maybe, but there you could see a lot of Jonathan Taylor this week. Maybe too much. Um, Jonathan but, Taylor might be my favorite, like, yeah. running back of the week. Maybe running back one of the week. Is he in your stud category? No, I didn't want to give the two obvious, so I left him out. But that is that is my favorite running back of the week. If you think he's going to be a top two, three guy, oh, I do. throw him up there. Throw oh. him on your studs. He could be in your honorable mention. Yeah, there you go. All right. Well, let's jump into the studs and duds here. Um, who do you guys have at quarterback? Who's your stud this week? Mine's a uh, – I'm going to go out a little bit on a limb here. I'm going uh, Heineke. Okay. And I know this is for, like, to pick as a stud. It's kind of probably a little weird, but – um, this is it's more about the KC defense than it is about Heineke. They cannot stop anybody right now. They've given up the most points to the quarterback, and coincidentally, Washington is second, and they're playing each other. So this should be a high-scoring game. Uh, the Chiefs have allowed th- 32 points a game this year uh, on average. They've allowed four top four quarterbacks in the all in the I should, in the last four games. Four top four. All of them have been in the top four. Uh, Heineke's only ranked 19th this year, but you know he's played really good in spots, and I think this is one where he's going to have to play catch up, like you just said, and it's going to be a good game script. 
and I think it's going to be high scoring. Vegas seems to think so as well. I just I I like it. I like Heineke a lot this week. I was actually looking up the. I was with Joey. I was looking up the over under for it and going through my my studs and everything. And he, we looked at the over under fifty five and a half. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of points. I think it's going to easily hit that. Yeah. yeah. So in my my uh, I, yeah, I'm not saying mine's a stud either. It's kind of like Heineke, and we just talked or mentioned him. Sam Darnold versus Minnesota. I think he's around that, you know, top 12 range this week. So if you need need him, start him. So it's more of a start of the week for once this week. Okay. But, I mean, he's, yeah, he had his first bad game last week. And Minnesota seems like they've been in some high-scoring games. It's not the best matchup as far as pass matchup. But I, I just think as far as the Carolina Panthers offense as a whole, it's going to be a bounce-back week especially if McCaffrey gets back. That will help open it up. But I, I think Sam Darnold gets back on track and ends up. Because before last week, he he was, you know, trending in that top 10 to 12 area. Mm-hmm. I think he gets back to that this week. Yeah, Darnold was actually one of the guys I was looking at. And the reason why I liked Heineke a little bit better is because the Panthers' offensive line was absolutely horrendous last week. So that, that scares me. Their offensive line looks really bad. Uh, I do b- agree that it's, he's going to have a good game, but th- I, I, that's just the one thing that kind of shied me away from taking him. Well, I like to hear that because in Dynasty or IDP um, Defense League, I'm starting both D-line for Vikings this week, both of them. So. All right. Okay. Um, yeah, and I was uh, – Mary has uh, Russell Wilson in uh, our, you know, the family league, and uh, – had to go pick up a quarterback. I think Tannehill was on the bench, and I ended up dropping him for uh, Sam Darnold. So I like that pickup. Is that the league where um, your girlfriend's mother is beating you every week? <laughs> <laughs> we actually play this week. She hasn't played me yet, but I heard she was in first place, though. She is in first place. Wow. Hang your head in shape. Well, I'm going Matt Stafford for a nice bounce back week. He didn't have a terrible game, but didn't have a Stafford game that we usually see. Um, and he's going up against the Giants, who have let up 25 or more fantasy points three out of the five weeks. And, yeah, just kind of like Cliff said, I mean, I'm just looking for more. If this guy's going to be in the top ten, uh, don't stress about last week. He's going to bounce back. I like it. I, I like Stafford almost every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a little surprised at his game last week. and uh, But, yeah, I, I kind of – he actually cost me a game in one league. With it, bless but, you, bro. But thank I do, you, I I do like him for a bounce back this week. All right, well, let's jump into the duds. And like I said, I just dropped this guy for Mary. Ryan Tannehill is my dud. Just hasn't really been the same as I mean, you know, the last two years finishing in the top seven. I know it's been a rough year with the receivers being unhealthy, but going against the Bills, we see what they did to Patrick Mahomes. They've allowed the fewest points to opposing quarterbacks. Plus, Derrick Henry gets the ball thirty-five times a game. <laughs> Do you know right now how many carries Derrick Henry has, by the way? Total? Total. Um, I know how many yards he has. I don't know how many carries he has. 142. Yeah. Do you know the next closest? 96. Wow. Yeah, I mean, he's on pace for well over 400 what, Larry carries. Johnson broke the the carry, yeah. the um, how many carries record, whatever it is. He He's on pace right now for 480 carries, yeah, that's which beats his insane. by, like, 50. Yeah, that's insane. And there's an extra game this year, so. Oh, yeah, wow. He'll I definitely beat it then. My opinion, I know it's going to sound crazy. Cliff's not going to agree with me because I know his outlook on it. If you have Derrick Henry in a dynasty league, trade him for all the value you can get right now. 
because after and y'all we all say he's getting all these touches every year but jumping from 315 to 480 is a massive i i jump. agree with that but i would wait until after the season and trade um next year before the season start before your free agent yeah, draft. Right, free yes keep him this year now. next yeah. keep him this year <laughs> yeah. all right you're i mean right. no, i mean unless you're like in last play like you're, right. you're not making you know you're not making the playoffs so wait till the trade deadline you know you're not making it make that trade i do agree with you on yeah. that get yeah. get young guys like uh you know justin jefferson deandre swift cd lamb you know these young guys that are going to help Arrow you in the future up. yes yeah agreed all right who's your dud dan cliff whoever i'll go and because mine's a little crazy you look at him he's playing the lions it's joe burrow yes the lions but it's honestly not that bad of a matchup the lions have only let up 62 total points on offense um the past three games so you know 20 21 points that's not that much and that definitely if they're the team's doing that they're not going to put up huge numbers but anyways uh, uh i think mixon's gonna have a big day they're gonna run a lot I know J- Joe Burrow got good news this week, and he's practicing in full. But he, you know, he did get a little banged up, so he might be a little timid. But any, anyways, I think it's it looks like a good matchup, but it's not that gravy. So I, I see him having, you know, a, just a Joe Burrow average week, which isn't great. Yeah, over under forty seven. I mean, it's okay. It's yeah, that's probably not terrible, average, dude. not yeah. too high, not too low. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't hate that. I don't hate it either. I just think it's funny that the Lions coach cried last week at the end of the game. Yeah, so that dude. If I was the Lions coach <laughs> I know. They, or fan, they, I would cry. They have reason to cry. They've, yes. they've been screwed. So. They should probably be three and two right now. Two and three at minimum. Yeah. But yeah, that could. Yeah, you can make a case for three and two. Yeah, mm-hmm. I kind of feel bad for him, but anyway, it's the Lions. My uh, my dud's gonna be Derek Carr, and they're they're playing Denver. They've given up the second fewest points to quarterback this year. Carr has not looked good in the last two weeks. This whole Gruden situation, he's going to mm-hmm. be leaving. They're going to have to get. He's going to have to get used to a new, uh, new offense coordinator, new play caller. Um, there's nothing really to like about this one. I'm sitting him if there's a better option out there. Yeah, and when you say a new coach, John Gruden wasn't like he was the offensive play caller, yeah. but he was in the headset for mm-hmm. every bit of those whatever 15, 20 seconds they get. So he was doing a lot for Derek Carr. Now I did read today, and I don't know, I don't, yeah, I guess you got to take it as a grain of salt, but they they were making the claim, and I forget who who I was reading, but they were making the claim that. Gruden was actually holding back Derek Carr because Gruden values completions, move the ball, get, and Derek Carr wants to sling it. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Maybe their yeah. new play caller maybe opens it up a little bit more. I don't know. We'll see. I feel like they give Rugs a good amount yeah. of deep targets. Yeah, I'm not so, so sure I agreed with that, but yeah. Maybe get Brian Edwards involved. Yeah, well, Brian Edwards needs to catch the ball yeah, when it's wow. thrown to him. Yeah. <laughs> All right, he enough. called for it and then dropped it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that as a wide receiver. Can't call for it and then drop it. That's true. Um, let's jump into the sleepers. Um, I got Trevor Lawrence. I say this for matchup purposes only. Um, the Dolphins actually have not been that good of a defense this year, especially surprisingly. Yeah, yeah, especially to opposing quarterbacks, and this could have a tilt that um, Tom Brady just put up fifty-seven on them. So this could come into consideration. Um, but they're letting up the the tenth most fantasy points to quarterbacks. Uh, Tua will be back, so again, I think there's going to be more scoring than. Jacoby Brissett would have done so the Jags are going to have to score more regardless yeah and talking about Miami's defense um and in our 
yearly league, mm-hmm. I I have Minnesota versus Carolina as my defense. So I went to free agents. I seen Miami playing Jacksonville. I was like, ooh, that's an option. Clicked on it. No, that Negative is not six points. That is week. not an option. So yeah, I'm mm-hmm. sticking with Minnesota. Okay. Yeah, I, I I started doing my research late today, and I you know I didn't I didn't look at who you guys picked, and I I did all this research on Trevor because I wanted to make him my sleeper, and then I'm I noticed I'm like damn that took him already, <laughs> so I had to change mine. But I do I like the Trevor a lot, and it, we're in our dynasty league. We have really really deep benches, and I have Carr and Trevor on my team. Russell hurt. So I have to pick between one of those two, and I'm picking Trevor. Wow. Yeah. So okay. let's go. Good pick, Matt. I agree <laughs> with you. My sleeper. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. My sleeper, and we're going to find out in a few hours if I'm right or not, but I'm going with Jalen Hurts. And Tampa Bay has not been great against the QB, um, but that's really because nobody can run on them, and I think that's going to happen again. I think they're going to have a negative game script. They're going to have to throw. And Hurts has quiet is quietly ranked the number seven quarterback right yes. now. Very, yeah. very quiet. quiet. <laughs> yeah. You know, very impressive. And every week, I actually looked at his, and you guys are—I don't know if you guys realize this—and it surprised the hell out of me. Six weeks this year, three of them he has outscored Justin Herbert. Wow, that's yeah. like you wouldn't Jer- think that. Yeah, Justin looks like he's been doing yeah. great all yeah, season. Yeah, you wouldn't think that. Hurts, he's been impressive. I, I I think he's in for good, good fantasy numbers this week. This is why I was talking to Scott. As I would say, I would start Jalen Hurts every single week over Matt Stafford. It's close, Ooh. it's close. But I would start Hurts just because you have the rushing upside, yeah. and you don't get that with a lot of QBs. So that's the only reason. Yeah, and it's hard. To it, match, it, so. It's it's tough. That's a tough. It's one. close. Yeah. It is close. I wouldn't. I don't. I wouldn't say either way was wrong, to be yeah. honest. All right. You ain't having to make that decision every week, though, so I would stick with one. Yeah. My sleeper is uh, for court- quarterback is going to be Wentz. We mentioned him a little bit too earlier, but like I said yesterday, the Colts' offense looked like they picked it up a lot last week. He threw for 400 against the Ravens, and he's basically my sleeper because he's playing Houston Texans, and it, that matchup speaks for itself. Yeah, I don't hate it. I mean, just matchup purposes. That's why I like Trevor this week. So yeah, I mean, I just basically said why I hate Justin. I mean, uh, Carson wins, but I do like the matchup this week. Yeah. So I can't disagree with you. Yeah. All right. Well, let's jump into the running backs. Dan, I want you to go first, just because I want you to go first. I just didn't make Cliff happy. I here. had to do this because I didn't want Cliff to do a homer pick. I <laughs> oh, saved him from a homer pick, mm-hmm. so I'm going Najee and. Seattle, they're just flat out bad against the running back. They're third worst, third most points allowed to running backs this year. And what I really like, and what I think Nazi is really going to excel, Seattle has given up the most rushing, I'm sorry, the most receiving yards to opposing running backs this year, averaging well over 60 yards a game. I think Najee hits 100. I think he's just going to dominate them. And he's been a beast, and he's definitely running, running for rookie of the year. Huge week this week. Start him with confidence. I I will not be surprised if he's the number one running back this week. Heck yeah. We'll see you in three days, baby. Me and Cliff will be at the Seattle-Pittsburgh game. We're pretty hyped to see Najee go off. I'm thinking I'm going to put Claypool in my lineup now. Get to see a little DK. So Every time you see him catch a pass, think of that stat. Well, <laughs> I had Daryl Henderson last week against the or against uh, Seattle for almost basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. And he, I mean, he's exceeded. 
or succeeded. But and just a little side note: the Jets are very close. Are catching up to them. They're very close. Uh, uh, they're giving up receiving yards. Uh, it was mostly because of Cordell Patterson last week. Yeah, yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Well, I got uh, Leonard Fournette tonight in a couple hours. Um, that's my stud of the week. I know it's crazy. Probably should be a sleeper, but. The last two weeks, he's seen a 35% touch share on the offense, scored almost 40 points um, in those two weeks as well. Not to mention, they're probably going to be up most of the game. The Eagles have given up the ninth most fantasy points to the position. I think he solidified the backfield, and it's it's just his to, to ball out on. He, he doesn't look like prime Fournette, but he looks good. They're going to be in scoring position, so that's why I like Fournette rest of season two. As long as the Bucks use him, he'll be fine. Unless he fumbles, then we'll see Ronald Jones. <clears throat> well, then Ronald Jones will just come in and fumble like he always does. So. And yeah, I like it. I, I like I like Lenny this week. If I didn't do this guy, I would have did Jonathan Taylor. But I'm going Joe Mixon. Just like I said, I don't think it's going to be a big week for Joe Burrow. I think it's a Mixon week. He's been um, P Ryan went down last week. So and he took it. He took quite a bit of the share, uh, share of touches last mm-hmm. week. So throw that back out the window. The the next guy up isn't going to do what P Ryan was doing as far as um, amount of touches. So Mixon's going to be back into that workhorse mode, and it's going it's going to be a good game against Detroit. So it he's going to have a big week. Yeah, P Ryan is actually not practicing. Um, right. Yeah. So yeah. did you say that? Yeah. Oh, you did. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Right, yeah, it's okay. You don't gotta listen to me. Just listen to the name and start him, and just know yeah. I, you know. He's he's fully healthy. If as long as that, he's gonna be just great this week, just fine. Then yep. who's your start of the week? The yours was Najee. My bad. Let's jump into the duds. I'm going with your guy, Dan Damian Harris. We said in the in the news today, um, he was banged up a little bit already. Dallas's defense, they're really good for some reason. So I can see them being in a negative game script having to pass, so I'd, I'd like more of a, in the backfield, more of a Brandon Bolden type of guy than Damian Harris this week. Okay. I mean, I, I definitely that, so I'm not high on him, so. And I I might have to play him, so. You, you might have mind. to play him. Who was your start of the week? Uh, Fournette. Oh, that's right, okay. You yeah. just don't listen to me or Cliff, <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> I actually did listen to that, but I just forgot for some reason. That's all right, bro. Yeah, I'll go Alzheimer's with- kicked in. <laughs> My set of the week is going to be Booker. I know he was a hot waiver ad. I think it's going to just be one of those tough weeks since the Giants. I said it earlier, but Giants are banged up. Uh, Booker is going to – I think he will get the volume. It's just going to be bad, bad, bad touches and you know not very valuable. So hang on to him. I think he definitely will find a way into the starting lineup, maybe against the good matchups. This isn't going to be one of those. Yeah, I agree. I like him going four, but I do not like him this week at all. Yeah. The Giants scored nine points against the Rams last year, and I think that's going to happen again. Surprisingly, I was looking at defensive stats. The Rams have actually just been average they have. this year. Right. It's average. But the Giants, I mean, Daniel Jones, Al, yes. you know, they're all banged up. I, I still just, don't. Yeah. I don't. I'm not a fan of yeah. the matchup. But if you picked him up and you have to play him, play him. But Cliff is just saying he's if probably not going to have his – good game as you yeah don't go for. sitting uh, like, pump the brakes yeah pump the brakes yeah there you go we need that saying at least once a week and this is a perfect <laughs> we did time. the we did the bookers or sanders cliff and dan went sanders i went bookers yeah. so you, people might have that problem that's a good that's a, actually a good um who would you rather start well speaking of sanders that's my set of the week okay so. 
No, I don't like either Booker or Sanders. And they're playing Tampa Bay. Pretty much enough said that they're not going to run the ball. Sanders did look a little more involved last week, but I'm not convinced. The Eagles are going to have to throw a bad game script. You know, basically everything we kind of said. Reasons why we like I like Jalen Hurts. I don't like Sanders. Okay. I'm, no, I'm good with Sanders for sure. Uh, yeah, I, I hope he just gets the t- just that we see the touches at least. It is going to be a tough matchup. Um, just moving forward for Sanders owners that we see 15, 16 touches again. Um, but the sleeper, I got Zach Moss uh, running back for the Bills. Again, one of those guys, just like Fournette, I'm seeing a trend um, as far as him taking over the backfield. He's seen 27% target share over the last two weeks. And I think he's, you know, he's claimed the throne. He's seen seven red zone opportunities in the last two weeks compared to Singletary's one. The Titans, who they're playing, have actually allowed 14 or more fantasy points to four out of the five backs they've already played this year. So I think he's just, you put him in. And I've been playing a lot of Zach Moss and DraftKings the past two weeks, and he's been balling. So if he's still around that 5,500 area, I think he's a good value. Good bang for your buck. Yeah. Yeah, I mean anyone. You take anyone on this Buffalo offense. That's know, what I'm you saying. Have a good, you have a good chance yeah. that you're going to hit on it. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to go uh, Latavius Murray, and the Chargers they're, aren't that great against the running back. They're actually the eighth worst. And the reason why I really like them though is I think Baltimore is going to try to dictate the game script by running the ball and running the ball and then running the ball some more. They really need to keep Herbert off the field. Mm-hmm. If they don't, I don't see them winning this game. I think Murray's the guy. So we'll see. You have bye weeks. You have running back injuries. Uh, I think he's a, he's a good play this week, especially, like I said, if you have to injury fill in or, or a bye week. Okay. Yeah, I don't hate it. They're going to have to keep him off the field or else they're in trouble. And it looks like he is the guy. He hasn't been doing much, but it does look like he's the guy. All right. Mine's Khalil Herbert. I think I'm a little higher on him than you two. Um, talking about him yesterday, and uh, I, I just think Herbert's splitting 50-50 as far as touches. Maybe not playing time, but touches is at least going to be 50-50 with Damian Williams. And, I mean, getting – yeah, because Damian's going to get the uh, passes, of course, and but Herbert's getting all of – or most of the rushes, and he got 18 carries last week. He's being slept on. He what? He's not owned by – uh, many people in fantasy, so it's a streamer. If it's, it's. I mean, it's against Green Bay. It's you know middle of the road mm-hmm. matchup, so it's definitely streamer. Yeah, coming into this week, he was only two percent owned. I'm sure he's moved up since then, but yeah, not a lot of people have him. Yeah, yeah you, I don't you said hate it. you said playing time is probably wouldn't be fifty fifty. They were thirty four and thirty one snaps each. I yeah, so, you know. Wow. So I mean, it's, they were almost fifty fifty on the touches as well. Very yeah, close. Yeah. Um, let's go ahead and jump to the receivers. I like that pick, Cliff. Um, I'm going with the stud at the, the position, Terry McLaurin. Uh, Curtis Samuel, he's going to be out. I can see just a bounce back week for Heineke. Again, that's your sleeper of the week, I think, Dan. Start of the week. Oh, start of the week. So I just like a bounce back game from him going against the Chiefs, which, you know, again, their defense well below average. Also, also Washington's defense has been below average, 55 and a point, uh, 55 Point five point over under. I just expect a big game from him. This should be another high score. And there's game. like a lot. There's a lot of like Deami Brown's going to be out. I will say one guy that might might be interesting um, this week. Just a deeper, deeper guy. DeAndre Carter. He had eight targets last week um, when Samuel went out. So 
I think he could be interesting. Going deep sleeper, I like deep it. Sleeper. Deep sleeper. I think he's going to be the no- Redskins. Yeah, he's going to be the number two receiver. So just I like it. That's, keep that's keep an eye on him. I do like Terry though. They're going to mm-hmm. have to put it in their stud's hand to beat a stud team, and so they'll they'll look to use Terry a lot. Yes. My stud is going to be Claypool, uh, Sunday night, okay, prime time game. That's, homer That's pick. what I like to yeah. hear, though. Yeah, okay. it, it's a big Claypool week. Big Homer pick. And, uh, yeah, okay, Dan, I heard you the first time. I ignored you. <laughs> but, I mean, Juju going out. I had to get a reaction. No, I just ignore it now because I got to start him sometimes. I got to sit him sometimes. All right, all right. Fair it's enough. a start. Have you heard him sit a Steeler player yet? Yeah, probably a Big Ben or something. <laughs> He's <laughs> never sad to steal. Yeah, probably. I have. Never. And, I mean, I don't got to say it. He, he's, it's a primetime game. I think he strives well or thrives, strives well. And primetime games, they're going to have to he, – he's going to be the DK on the other side of the field, except he's going to have Big Ben against the Seahawks defense. And I think this primetime game is going to be his first big breakout game like last year. Yeah, I like it. I actually do like this pick, even though it is a homer pick for you. Yeah. But they're, they're going to shred that Seattle defense. Wow. And I actually think that Pittsburgh might win this game, especially with no Russell. Steelers, they, okay, I was looking at the spread in the over-under. Steelers what? minus five, over-under 42 and a half. Or minus five? Yeah. Well, it's because of no Russell. Oh, wow. And, 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 and at home. And home. Yeah. Yeah, dang. I thought I was gonna I thought it was gonna get be... to place a bet that was money line that was pretty good odds. I, I like I like Seattle to win this game if Russell was playing. I like Pittsburgh to easily win this game with Geno right. playing. Okay. I agree. Yeah. Nice. Let's go Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go with Stefan Diggs. And this has just got to be the week. We've been waiting for his breakout game. It's week six. Let's go, Stefan. It is time. The Titans are god-awful against the wide receiver. They're dead last. They have given up at least 20 points to at least one wide receiver every week, okay. except last week, who, when I forget who they played, but it wasn't a good team, which is why. I mm-hmm. think, it was, was it Jacksonville? No, I forget. Yeah, it was Jacksonville. Yeah, yes. it was. So they have really no one to throw. But other than that, they've been terrible. So Diggs has just got to do it this week. He just has to. It's his time, and he's going to do it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Josh Allen's beasting. It's going to come to dig soon. So, Yeah, I mean, he's been loving Emmanuel Sanders. I mean, he's... And, and Dawson Knox. Yeah. Um, I mean, he had, you know, he had over 100 two weeks ago, which just didn't score. It, we would I don't think we'd be saying, you know, he needs a breakout. But had over 115 and seven, seven catches, so... Well, it's just like where he was drafted at. Yeah. He's been kind of disappointed. I not, know. He's not returning that value. I think he does this week. I think he's going to have a huge game this week. Okay. I hope so for him. Um, I, I love I just love Diggs as the player too. So yeah, he's, um, a, he's one of my favorites. Too. Mm-hmm. Let's get into the duds. Um, I'm going Tyler Boyd, receiver from the Bengals. He had his run with Higgins out, but the receiving core is back to healthy. Back to um, Higgins, Jamar Chase, and Boyd as the number three. Um, he Higgins came back last week. He only had four catches for 24 yards and only five targets, which was his second lowest of the season. Um, his his other lowest was week one when Higgins was out. So just Higgins is back. So, so just pump the brakes on Tyler Boyd. Now. I agree. I agree. It's the Higgins and Jamar Chase yeah. for real show. And I have Higgins everywhere, so I like to hear that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with uh, Marquise Brown. And I know he's been beasting lately, 
but I just don't like the matchup. I, I don't like him for the reasons that I do like Latavius Murray. The game plan, it's going to be the run the ball. Um, there's just not going to be any volume for Brown. Like I said, he's been remarkable this year, much better than I expected. Yes. He's been getting a lot of hype the last few weeks, but I just think we need to pump the brakes this week because of the game script. I agree. You don't think it's going to be a shootout? Uh, not really. Who they play? Chargers. They're playing the Chargers. I don't. I don't. I'm not saying it's going to be low scoring. I think especially in the first half, Baltimore is really going to try to run the ball. I think they're going to want to do these seven, eight minute drives. Did you call, Did you call Lamar and tell him that to slow down the drives a little bit so you can be right? <laughs> Lamar will not take my phone calls. I talk too bad about him. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Cliff, who's your dud? My dud is going to be Adam Thielen. He's once again on the hot block, and he's not getting off until he does something. He's had six and five fantasy points the past two uh, games. Um, he started with three double-digit games. Got your hopes up. He's been cold, and Jefferson's just the guy there. That's who they're. They're not going to pass a ton anyways, and if they when they do pass, it most of the time it's going to Jefferson. Panthers most likely won't be the team to blow them out, so it's going to be that normal Vikings game script. They're not going to you know, have to speed it up too much. They're going to look to run the ball. And Thielen, you're just not getting enough targets. You're a good player. I believe in you. Mm-hmm. But he's just not going to get the targets. I, I don't think he even had a reception last week until late in the fourth oh. quarter. So, yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, two, two and, passes. And I kind of like hearing this because I have a bet that I made before the season that Adam Thiebel would not finish in the top 18 in the wide receivers this year. You know what? He's I th- 19 coming in. I'm winning right now. What I think the problem with the offenses and Thielen and maybe not Thielen specific, but the whole offense, look at, at Thielen's stats when Cook's in and then look when it when he's in a Madison. I'm not saying Madison's a worse player, but it maybe. changes yeah. the offense. It really does. Play action, you know, the screens. Dalvin Cook's just a way more dangerous player. Madison's going to get the volume and still get good yards per carry. But I think Cook coming back, I think we can see better from Yeah, Dillon. we'll see. We'll see. That's, that's my take on it. Yeah, but cool. We'll see what happens. I'm rooting for you to be right on that one because I want to win that bet. Uh, uh, I got you, Dan. I'll be right. <laughs> well, let's get to the sleepers. Um, I got Devontae Smith tonight again. Um, they're going like against, going against like the Bucks. Um and they're gonna they're gonna be behind most of the game, like we said. I think. Did you have hurts or did I? Did someone have hurts in their sleeper? I did. Oh, okay. Um, they're gonna be behind most of the game. They're actually giving up the most fantasy points to wide receivers lined up on like out wide, which is where Smith resides at. So that's yeah, why I like. He's him. a baller. Him he and is. Chase is a baller. Mm-hmm. Man. But, but like good that receivers. One a lot. All right. Tampa Bay has been bad against the uh, the worst the against yeah, receivers. Yeah. Yeah, you outside. actually just said that. <laughs> so if you were to listen, we're seeing Rick catching Dan slipping, Cliff. All right, just re-listen to the podcast tomorrow. It's because I'm kind of looking at my notes of what I'm gonna, who I'm gonna talk about. That's all. So I kind of tuned you out for a half a second. I'm sorry, man. It's cool. All right, I'm gonna go Marvin Jones, and only because I really do like this matchup, and I do think Jacksonville is gonna put up some points, and I think they may actually win this game. Uh, they they. They do. They, um, this game's in London. I know it's. I know it's nine thirty, but it is in London. Who do right? they play? Miami. Yeah, it's in London. And, yeah, and they usually play good. Pretty good in London. So I mean, I know that's not really something <laughs> I want to like look at, but I'm just saying. I th- I think he could be a sleeper this week, and I just think Jones is is kind of like due for a big game. So I, I I think he's one. Like you know, if you're if you're starving for a wide receiver for some reason, I don't think he's a bad play. Yeah. 
He's right. definitely one of them guys you, that can get 10 targets, and so if he gets in the end zone, definitely. He definitely has the upside to be a top 12 receiver every week, so. All right, well, my sleeper. So sad, bro. Uh, yeah, because he, he's a disappointment. Teddy going away killed him, but okay. it's Robbie Anderson mm-hmm. playing Minnesota. I mean, I don't think he can catch a cold this year at like this year, so <laughs> hopefully it's going to change this game, but – uh, I mean, I, I think they're going to throw, and I think it just takes one catch to break out, and he's getting 11 to 7. He, or his past two weeks, he's gotten 11 and 7. This guy only targets needs one. Yeah, tar- targets. Really? Yeah. And so he only needs one or two to capitalize. Let, let him get a little seven-catch game and over 100 yards. He's a sleeper this week. I think if Chuba plays, he balls out. If McCaffrey plays, he doesn't. Yeah, aren't you the one that brought up that stat a couple yeah. weeks ago? He's like when McCaffrey's in, he just yeah. Anderson's targets just go way down. Right. The opposite of Phelan and Cook. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, if Chuba plays, I think the targets just need to be there for him to hit. And if McCaffrey plays, I just don't think the volume, the same volume he's been getting. But I actually didn't know he had 11 and 7 targets. Not catches, but targets, I yes. Mean, that's that's yeah. really good, though, so. Yeah. Um, did we go through? Did Dan? Did you say yours? I didn't listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> I did more of a joke. All right, cool. Um, let's go to the tight end. How stud. dare you not listen to me? Because you don't. You're not respecting your your peers here. Okay. That's what's happening. And Dan, listen up, because I'm going Dawson Knox as, as my stud at the position. I'm just going with the hot hand. That's what I'm doing. I'm not chasing points. I promise. But he, he just he needs to be in your starting lineup if you have him. He's been too involved. He scored four uh, and scored five touchdowns in the last four weeks. He's going to be used in the red zone, and hopefully the Titans can keep it close enough to where they'll be throwing it a lot. That's my only worry if the Bills get up too much. Yeah, honestly, I th- I think he – this might sound crazy, but I think right now, as of as of this week, he's the number three tight end in the mm-hmm. league right now. Like, I'd like he's like you have to play him. Yeah. Like, he's a must-start unless you have Kelsey or Wilder, which you probably don't mm-hmm. if you have Knox. Yeah. So, yeah, play him definitely mm-hmm. every week. Yeah. I agree. I'm going to go Gusecki against the Jags. And, I mean, I don't have much to say. I know the QB uh, situation still up in the air. Mm-hmm. I'm not sh- so sure. I know it looked like um, Jacoby's a lot better, You know, was a lot better right. QB for him. But I think he has inserted himself into the game plan. So maybe even if Tua does come back, he'll be fine. But, I mean, it's one of those things. He's a top eight. I think he's the, coming in on the at the eighth spot mm-hmm. for a tight end. So you got to play him. It's against the Jags. That's the main reason I'm saying start him and as a stud. But, uh, yeah, going against the Jags, Gusecki. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't hate that one at all. I mean, he's been coming on lately, so yeah. I just if it's just two, he needs to target him at the end. If he plays, that's what we, that's what he needs to do. And yep. I mean, yeah, he's a talented, gifted player, so we just need to see the targets. They also it. need the target waddle. Just, just on a side note. And we said Parker, um, he was out of practice, and then Will Fuller, we know, is on IR. So I mean, it's it's opportunities there for him. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna go Jared Cook. And uh, I just like any tight end that's facing Baltimore this year. They've been terrible against the tight end. And they, they gave up six points to Mo Alley-Cox last week. And just that alone tells you they cannot cover a tight end for whatever reason. Cook's been really solid this year, and I think he's going to find the end zone, and I like him for a top-five tight end this week. Dan, if we took me and you and stacked each other on top of each other, I don't think we'd be as tall as Mo Alley-Cox. We'd be pretty close, yeah. Yeah, maybe we had a step ladder. Too. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you know, he's he's over seven foot. He's a huge dude. So 
Who'd you say again? I'm sorry. Jared. Jared Cook. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. No, let's you get, weren't. Let's get to the duds. I got David and Joku tied in for the Browns. I know he had a big week last week. He had 27 fantasy points. Um, if you started him, probably helped you win a week. But he had one play where he had 18 fantasy points on that play. I think 70-yard touchdown. Um, the previous four weeks, he had 18 fantasy points combined. So... Just be careful if you're going to chase those points. No, I, I agree with you because uh, I fr- one in my leagues, I forget which one it was, but someone picked him up on the waiver wire, and that's exactly the first thing I thought, chasing yeah. points. 100%. Yeah. One, play was, yeah. one play yeah. was, like I said, five, six of his points. So More than that. Hooper's still, Way more than that. Hooper's still involved. I think that was like a 12-point play. Wasn't it like a 70-yard touchdown? Yeah. Yeah, that's 12, 36. 30, he had like 26 30. points. Yeah, so we got half of them on that one. Well, I guess he had a decent game then. Yeah. But, yeah, that's the first time we've even heard his name. Again, they put up, what, 40-something yeah. points, so yeah. fair enough. Someone had to po- uh, score him. Hey, what, well, no deal. Yeah, that's what no I was just going to say that. <laughs> Go ahead, Dan, because right. I'm going to let you all handle the sits. Mine's going to be Dalton Schultz, and I think he's coming back down to earth this week. Uh, I think Dallas is going to move the ball up and down the field. They're going to put up points, but it's not going to be with the tight end. New England has given up the least amount of points to the tight end this year. For whatever reason, they just play them tough. Schultz has been a constant this year. He's mm-hmm. been better than, than – he's been more consistent than I thought he would be. But I think he's coming back. That's all coming to an end this week. Just this week? Just this week. For, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, this week. I'm not saying he's not going to do it again is I what I mean. Okay. It's yeah. coming to an end this week. I'm good with it. We, you know, CD was on our panic or not last no, week. I like I – like, I like and, CD and Cooper. And you this said week. pump the me and Cliff were like, ah, we just the volume. And you said just relax, boys. Just sit back and watch the movie happen. <laughs> That's right. And I was very pleased. I was just, well, not wasn't taking him out of my lineup. I was like, let's go CD. Um, let's go into the sleepers. Cliff, kick us off. Yeah, and it'll make up for the, if you've listened all this time. This is gonna make up for it. It's Zach Ertz going tonight. It's gonna be a big game for him. They're gonna Eagles are gonna pass a ton. And Ertz is in for a double-digit night as far as targets. I think he's going to get fed the ball all night. No Goddard. So, and he was available before. Uh, last night I picked him up, and I'm, I'm, I'm putting him right in the starting lineup today. I think he's going to be a great option. So if, you, if he's still available, go out and get him. If you hear this, he's going to have a good night. I we actually one of our you know survivor leagues where you can only use one person a year. I thought this was his best opportunity to have a big game, so I put him in, and I'm hoping for just more volume than anything. I have not done that those lineups yet, and Cliff might have convinced me. Ertz is a very interesting yeah. play, this especially week. like because he's a Thursday player. Yeah, yeah, so. it's, it's gravy time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, well I'm gonna go with Ricky Seals Jones, and I can't believe I just said that, <laughs> but. I think it's a very sneaky play this week. He played 82 snaps last week and got eight targets. This is, of course, with Logan Thomas being out. He's mm-hmm. out again. So the, I think the volume's going to be there. He's playing a Swiss cheese defense in the <laughs> Chiefs. And tight end's thin, man. Mm-hmm. So if you need one and you're – I don't want to say if you're desperate because I think he's better than a desperation play this week. But, you know, if you're looking, you don't have anyone else, man, throw him in. I, I think he's in for – you know. A, decent game. I'm not sick of saying he's going to get me 25 points, but 
you know, he, I think he can be decent. I was checking out rank, tight end rankings, and he was right around that 12, 13 yeah. range. So he's definitely in that starting range. If you would have asked me this summer if I would ever have Ricky Seals Jones, uh, Jones in a <laughs> In a star receiver, receiver one. <laughs> uh, no, I would have said hell no. But um, hey, here we are again. Yeah, I, I mean the play this week. We talked about it. DeAndre Carter is their number two receiver. Mm-hmm. So high scoring game. You're going to want pieces of this game. So uh, yeah, I mean I don't hate. I definitely see seven or eight targets for him this week. Just what is he going to do with them? Um, but last but not least, I'm going Hunter Henry, tied in for the Patriots only because of his involvement. Um, you guys surprised me yesterday when we did someone was talk, waiver wire ads, um, and they're playing the Cowboys. I can see them throwing the ball a lot, especially in the second half. They're gonna have to be playing catch up, in my opinion. And if you need a guy, put him in your lineup. Yeah, avoid the man Trayvon Diggs. Is that his name? Yep. And just throw it to Henry because that man is good. Yeah. So said Jacoby Myers this week. Yeah, I know. I seen that matchup. I was like, man, I hope he doesn't guard. There is Tony though. He there was one video yeah. of some route he he put on Trayvon. I was like, dang, but no, he's he's good. Trayvon yeah. Diggs is good. Do you guys have any closing statements? I just wanted you guys have any. Uh, we we sometimes we forget to do this, but okay. uh, do you have any streaming defenses you think this week? If you have one, uh, if you start us off, I will check it out and I will tell you mine. I mean, honestly, I. I don't have one where I'm like, wow, this is like a really good one. But one that I do find like kind of interesting, and I know this is going to sound crazy, mm-hmm. but I kind of, if you're desperate, I kind of don't hate Chicago, even though they're playing Green Bay. They've been really good against the pass this year. And I'm not saying they're going to like totally bowl out and shut down Green Bay, but I think they might be solid if you're desperate for a defense. Sounds crazy, but. No, it doesn't. Yeah, are you talking like streaming? Or just kinda? just streaming, just one week. Um, so you're like, you have, you're like you're in a bind. Uh, if I'm in a bind, yeah. I don't know I don't know if Indy counts as a bind, but they definitely have a great matchup. I don't see any like waiver wire type defenses. I think Indianapolis and Pittsburgh are your best two defenses though this week. I was gonna say Pittsburgh hasn't been awesome off the charts but yeah, if they're out Gino, there with Gino playing yeah. Gino with yeah because I just I, I saw them too but I just don't expect Pittsburgh to be available right. to stream so right. what they're expecting and I kind of and, and I honestly think that the Colts are as well yeah. are the best one but I kind of don't expect them to be available and right. I guess I probably shouldn't expect Chicago to be available either I guess I'm thinking no, about they, it but. they actually I think they they are they are in our yeah. league or in yeah. Silver League okay. so yeah, I, I don't know. That. Just just thought about it. Just yeah. a thought. You said Colts already, Cliff? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm wondering if maybe the Broncos would be interesting, possibly. Yeah, possibly, uh, Going yeah. against the Raiders. Bounce back week and then a new coach. That's yeah, what that I'm saying. It might be a rough way. So I yeah. guess if I had to pick one. Are they home? It is at Denver, but yeah, but I, I do agree with if if the Colts are out, if you have if you have the available if they are available to pick up, I think they are the the best. Who do they play? The week. Uh, Houston. Oh yeah, go yeah. pick them up. If they are, I don't expect them to be. But all right, well that'll be it for the studs and duds and this awesome podcast that we just threw together. I stayed back from the microphone a little bit more today. I made a no a, speakers busted. Yeah, I made a concerted effort. Thank you, Marcus. Okay, well. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you guys have any start sits, trade questions, send them our way on the Twitter at Die Hard Podcast. We usually answer within, you know, 10, 15 minutes. If you need us quicker, just wait on us. We'll be there. Um, but follow the Twitter at Die Hard Podcast. Did I already say that or no? 
It doesn't matter. You can say it twice. All right, follow us but at I Die Hard Podcast. I wasn't listening, so. Yeah, we know. <laughs> On Twitter. Um, again, if you have any questions, just hit that follow. Hit the subscribe. Hit the share um, for the boys. But we appreciate y'all tuning in, and we'll see you next Wednesday. Good luck this week. Good luck. See ya.